Welcome to the Marketing AI SparkCast, the go-to podcast where we explore the exciting intersection of artificial intelligence and marketing. Our aim is to spark your curiosity and inspire you to infuse your marketing with AI. Join Abby Varma, a B2B marketing leader, as he navigates you through this dynamic and ever-evolving landscape where technology meets creativity. Welcome everybody to today's podcast. We are super excited to welcome uh, Victor Kippis, who is the CEO of Validar and has been uh, living sales and marketing. It's in his DNA for, for the last 20 years or so. And he was recently awarded EventX uh, 50 Most Influential Event Technology Professionals Award. So uh, Victor, congratulations for that. And uh, they got it right. You know, you are one of the influential voices when it comes to events. So again, thank you for, uh, you know, being, being joining us and being on the show. Yeah, no, thanks for having me. I just found out about that. I'm excited. Some of the other folks that are on that list are folks that I uh, watch all the time and admire. So it's good to have good company. Very good. All right, let's just dig in. So I think what I want to do just to set the stage, can you give us your perspective on how you know, AI is reshaping the marketing landscape today and what you see as the most significant changes that it's brought about. Yeah, I mean, AI is an overwhelming topic and it can be overwhelming and probably still is overwhelming to most of the folks that are in my kind of uh, position. And it's moving, moving super fast. But where I see currently it applying most effectively from a marketing perspective is in what I call account-based marketing, right? Uh, it takes a long time and a lot of effort for a salesperson or a marketing entity to understand their clients, right? And what AI is doing is speeding that up. So in a previous live, blueprinting an account to no roles, to no responsibilities, it takes a lot of time and effort and a lot of research. Right now, I'm getting, I'm getting reach outs, cold outbound reach outs from folks that know everything about me and I know AI is actually doing that research on their behalf. So these marketing automation platforms and these outbound reaches that you're going to be seeing coming from companies, they're going to be more on target specific to your role and where they think they can help us out. So that is something I, I definitely see uh, a value from. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. There's all kinds of additional things that AI can be doing from a marketing perspective. I see it helping salespeople and uh, uh, marketing systems be much smarter with regards to understanding their targets. Yeah, that, no, that is fascinating. I think it's going to, I wonder if it's going to make the job of SDRs, you know, obsolete in the very near future. So, you know, interesting uh, perspective. Let's switch gears and talk specifically about events. I mean, you are, you know, an event technologist and you've been doing this for, you know, way too long. Given your extensive experience, what do you see the role of AIs within the event technology space and you know event management specifically. There, there's so many opportunities and so many use cases, but what is your perspective and your take on all yeah. that? Yeah, so I can tell you AI has been in the event industry for a while right now. And where I think it applies uh, and where it's well-suited is in very large, complex events, multi-day events that are destination events where I, I'm there for three or four days, there may be 2,000 sessions, and there may be 13,000 to 60,000 attendees, right? What AI can do, 
And what AI is doing a really good job of right now is helping an individual attendee understand how to navigate that ecosystem, right? So I'm there to accomplish goals. I'm there to consume content. I'm there to meet other people. If I tell you what those goals are and who I am and what I want to do, what AI is really good at, and it's happening very effectively today, is introducing me to other like attendees at the event, getting mm-hmm. them to meet each other, getting us to engage. It's also really helpful in helping me navigate all the content and experiences at the event. Without these tools, you're going to fear of missing out. You're, mm-hmm. you're going to have all fear of missing out because you know you're going to be missing some stuff. AI solves that problem for attendees to a large uh-huh. degree. Given everything you've told me you want to be able to do, Victor, here are the sessions that I recommend you go. Here's the days they are. Here's where they're located, right? And here are the other attendees that are actually looking and uh, trying to accomplish similar goals. Uh-huh. So I think event technology has been at the forefront of being able to do that because that's a large problem that these large complex events are struggling with. And I've seen mobile app providers do this very, very well. So in there, but like I said before, that's scrape, uh, scraping the tip of the iceberg. There's a lot of things AI can help an attendee do when they actually register for a bet, right? right. It can help them understand uh, and garner more value from the content and from the agenda, given what they want to be able to accomplish. Yeah. Yeah. If it's deployed well, it will make attendees' lives easier. And if it's deployed well, it will help these event producers better understand the value that they're driving to their organization through their their efforts. Perfect. Great segue into my next question. So we obviously believe that the, you know, the attendee experience is just, you know, going to be dramatically improved mm-hmm. by event planners and event managers sort of uh, adopting AI. But on the other side, for event planners and um, kind of event managers, when it comes to events, it's not uncommon for uh, those folks to constantly seek justification for investment within events. And you know, given given your background and Validar's expertise, there's lots of value in terms of you know capturing event information. But you know, in terms of sort of synthesizing that information. Uh, and really sort of um, letting event planners see the ROI of what their event investment is yielding. Um, how do you feel about that? How do you feel, you know, it, AI is going to change that when it comes to event planners and event managers sort of analyzing that and, and assessing that and, and making sure that AI can, can maximize that value uh, for them and for their brands? Yeah, yeah. I think that right there, what you just asked is where AI is going to add the most value for my industry, and that's event producers. Event producers have a difficult time with the data that are captured at the events because often it's siloed out, it's unstructured, and uh, uh, it's offline, right? So I have my reg data, I have my session attendance data, I have my evaluation data, I have all my sponsor data, and I have my engagement data. And oftentimes, if I'm deploying disparate technologies, they're in different places, and there are reports I have on my list. It's a lot different than digital marketing. With digital marketing, the metrics you get from digital marketing are much richer, easier to get access to. So this is something that's near and dear to my heart, and I think we're relatively good at, but this is where I see AI helping Validar because 
a large complex event, the data that you get from it can be exponentially valuable, but getting it to the point where it is that valuable is incredibly hard. Yeah. Right. Sure. Yeah. It's almost like I think event planners and event managers sort of have to deal with uh, almost like a data overload. And, right. you know, at the end of the day, all they really want to know is the, you know, the final observations or the final outcomes of what what that means for their events and the data crunching and whatnot, perhaps we left to AI, maybe that's where the value is. Yeah, no, you're totally right. And not only the data crunching, but actually taking it uh, a step further and adding the layer on top of the data you're already getting, uh, mm. because there's so many key performance indicators that are hard to get your hands on that AI will make readily available at the push of a button. So for example, if I have 100 or 500 sessions of my event, and I have 10,000 attendees, how effective was I in driving my attendees to those sessions, uh -huh. right? Uh, how many attendees, how many uh, sessions on average did each attendee attend? How many uh -huh. attendees did not attend any sessions, right? How does that compare to other like companies? These are the questions that I wanna be able to answer on behalf of our clients, and I can today, but it takes time and effort. Uh, I believe AI is going to be able to help solve that. And that's something that, you know, we're focused on here at Validar is to add another layer on top of that and think about event data the same way, even to a greater degree that you think about digital data. Because I honestly believe uh, the value that events provide to a buyer is much greater than the value a digital marketing campaign will provide to a buyer. Mm -hmm. And the hard part for event producers is capturing that value and measuring it and articulating it to their organization so they get credit for that work. Yes, so that's that could be a whole other episode, uh, Victor. I event value versus digital value. I know there's lots of digital marketers listening who want to duke that out, duke it out with you on that one. But <laughs> the one one of the ideas that I thought, which was quite interesting, what you mentioned is the is the benchmarking. You know, so. For a lot of event planners, if I know that, you know, hey, I'm getting a certain um, uh, percentage of attendees to attend events, is that good? Is that bad? I don't really right. know right. for like-minded like or like-sized events. Right. So I'm wondering if there's uh, that benchmarking uh, idea that you just have as to me is could be really invaluable for event planners. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. No, I think about it every day. It's information that I do provide to my greatest clients, and it's something that I think at some point in time, hopefully it comes from us, that is automated and provided to me at a push of a button. Uh, because, you know, I go back to what I said earlier, where else can you fly to a destination, meet other like buyers in person, see a personal demonstration, have lunch with other people that are having similar challenges, have a drink and something with, uh, and then see a personal demonstration and meet to product uh, with product experts. You can't do that in a digital campaign. And yeah. I was just at an event yesterday here in Seattle where all of that was accomplished and the value was exponentially greater than you'll get from a digital campaign. Uh, but how do you capture that and articulate it back to your organization? That's the challenge we're trying to solve. And I think AI, I think AI is going to be super helpful on that front. That's where we feel being a yeah. part. And, and along with that, I mean, the, how, how do you feel about personalization to me? I think that's been sort of the holy grail for event attendees, you touched upon that uh, in the early part of the discussion where you felt that, you know, if I'm an attendee for an event, for a complex, large event, 
I want to hang out with, you know, like-minded people versus have a concept and for event planners and organizers to sort of match that experience, not only um, in terms of sort of pairing up, pairing them up with the right people, but truly personalizing their event experience from, you know, who are their peers to what sessions they watch and that sort of thing. Yeah, uh, that to me is a, a huge opportunity. Uh, I feel as well within you know within uh, the yeah. events. Yeah, that's where I think event tech providers have a leg up on a lot of other uh, industries. And and you know I, I believe what we're doing today and what we have been doing, really the pandemic uh, exacerbated this value proposition within our industry, and that is finding a way to make it easy for attendees to meet other attendees, attendee to attendee. And make it easier for attendees to find content for large complex events that aligns with their goals. That's incredibly yeah. difficult to do when you have a catalog of 14 pages of sessions you can go to, right? Yeah. So the AI that's being deployed today and has been being deployed for the last few years is focused on streamlining and making it easier attendee to attendee, attendee to content. So that experience is worth the investment on behalf of that particular attendee. Very interesting. So let's switch gears and talk beyond all this wonderful opportunities about, you know, challenges. Uh, you know, I feel that, you know, while AI, the field of AI has so many opportunities from a challenges standpoint, um, it's got its fair share as well. And, you know, we've all heard um, about privacy event attendees. They want to make sure that, sure, you can scan a badge I'm, as I'm entering into a session and that sort of stuff, which is traditionally the practice and people are used to it right now. But as uh, you have all these sort of AI technologies proliferate and there's automation and facial recognition and all those sort of technologies, there's all kinds of, uh, you know, privacy concerns and things like that. Um, not only that, I feel uh, we touched on this as well, is the sure volume of data. You know, how do you uh, sort of deal with the volume of data, uh, which is multidimensional, like, you know, registration, foot traffic, uh, attendance, right. networking, right. you know, counting, you know, how much, uh, how many plates of food were used up. You know, it's like you, you name it. There's so many aspects of that data for event professionals to deal with. And so uh, to me, data volume and privacy obviously seems to be some of the, you know, most commonly understood challenges, but what is your perspective on yeah. uh, what the industry is going to have to grapple with? Yeah, I, well, so there's two things that come to mind when you bring up challenges with AI in our industry. One is, I think privacy is something that I'm very cognizant of, right? Um, there's a lot of brands today that are genuinely interested in understanding content consumption at an event, right? And you're seeing companies come out with facial recognition, those types of things, where I can gauge sentiment or I can track... Uh, I, I, I know who you are when you appear a registration, so I pull up your record and print your credential. These are all things that AI can do today effectively, and those are things that we think about, but we don't necessarily deploy because of privacy concerns, right? Uh, with GDPR compliance coming out, that's something that we have to be very cognizant of when we are actually capturing data on behalf of our customers. It's not our data, it's their data. So privacy is something that is near and dear to my heart and AI, I can see AI overstepping the bounds in certain cases of being pulled back based upon some of its capabilities uh -huh. on the privacy side. So that that's one thing. Uh, I do believe 
there is value to these tool sets and there are technologies out there i think do it very well when i say that i'm talking about facial recognition uh-huh. uh, but, but we track attendee behavior passively as well meaning uh we will put a beacon on an attendee and we'll know everything that attendee does if they're in a common area or a zone in that uh, expo floor that's important to me so for example if i'm serving breakfast at an event and i'm paying seven dollars a plate to feed my audience one of the first questions i'm going to want to be able to answer is i bought three thousand plates on thursday morning who did i feed am mm-hmm. i feeding exhibitors am i feeding my attendees and what kind of attendees are i'm feeding these are all types of questions that we can now answer right uh-huh. but we need to have that privacy you know sort of uh, equation in mind when, when we're doing that in other words it has to be anonymous yeah. and outside of that right now Every company you talk to in our industry claims to be AI compatible. And it's overwhelming. Yeah, it's really overwhelming right now. And everyone's throwing it into their pitch deck. Everyone's saying they can do it and everyone's leading with it. And that is something I think right now is kind of overkill. If you focus on your need and you focus on the value of the deployment, then I think it's worth looking at. But, but let the dust settle, in my opinion, a bit. Uh-huh. And, and, you know, see those applications that are actually resonating well in the market and delivering the value to either you as the event producer or the attendee. Yeah. Do you think there's a room for trade-off for event attendees to seek personalization, you know, ideas from event planners and that sort of stuff in exchange of really opting into utilization of some of these technologies? So in other words, if I'm an attendee and I go to an event, and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to let you scan me, and I agree with that. Yeah. Uh, and that'll help you as the event planner sort of personalize my event experience in exchange of me giving up a little bit of, of that those privacy concerns that I may have had. You know, there's no video. You're not disclosing private information or, you know, uh, credit card numbers, none of that. But just in terms of giving, a, giving away almost a little bit of that spatial uh, elements of spatial privacy, which is so essential. Where am I? Where was I? Yeah. You know, at what point of time in the event? Um, and in other words, if I go to a to a, an expo area and I'm seeing, you know, I'm interested in a certain piece of technology, and I walk away from there, and then you know, I get a message saying that, hey, the there's a same session that is happening tomorrow at two o'clock. Don't miss it. You know, so it's sort of I've let the event organizer scan me yeah. or, or sort yeah. of uh, assess that, hey, I may be interested in this technology and, you know, as a result, make a recommendation for a certain yeah. session. And I'm me as an attendee, I may be OK with that. So I'm not sure how you feel attendees are if they're open to that yet. It we're is. still early. Yeah, I do. I do. Some audiences are different than others, but uh, uh, I do see value in that. And. As an event technology provider and as a, I guess, a manager of our events data, we have to be really cognizant of that those permissions. So let me give an example. We have one client that does a really, really good job of delivering value to their sponsors, right? Mm-hmm. And their sponsors can do a lot of things to actually drive more leads back to their marketing stack and back to their organization. But in order for them to do that, a lot of the activity they want to provide to them is passive. So for example, I am going to give this session attendee list to an exhibitor if they give me $5,000. Mm-hmm. 
but the session attendees have to give me permission in order for them to give their my name. Yep. So what we'll do is we will suppress that data set. And when I register for the event and when I check in, we'll ask in a very artful way, do you mind if I share your information with our sponsors? And if they say yes to that, they're in that list. If they say no to that, they're suppressed. I'll tell them what company was there, but they get no PII. So for some event producers, if I have 100 people in my session, if that audience is a marketing audience, they may have 85 folks that have opted in and said, I'm fine. But uh -huh. if it's a cyber event, if I have 100 people in my session, you'll be lucky to have five people that garnered permission. That's so interesting. And, and, and to me, I think there's also sort of something to be said about the um, almost the matching up of information of you know engagement, attendee engagement at an event, uh, how many sessions or how many which exhibitor I interact with, uh, and also qualitative or quantitative feedback that that same attendee provided because you know for example if i'm attending a session and i'm i'm sort of rating the session the speaker in the room and the what have you mm -hmm. i'm seeing it's not uncommon for those data sets to be you know separate and you know from from an event experience and event planner standpoint that's not easily ascertained you know uh, to be able to match things up in other words if i want to know if it's a multi-industry event industry A attendees, did they feel that the sessions were better than industry B attendees? So to me, I think it, that's another aspect of AI where it can really match up attendee information with specific experiential elements uh, in order to sort of extract that intel attendee att intelligence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I totally agree with you on that. I mean, if I see through your behavior that this type of content or this type of whatever is resonating well with you it's on me if i have it there to make sure you're exposed to it and ai i think is doing it today it's ideally suited to be able to help out in those areas i mean have you ever gone to dreamforce salesforce's marquee account many times yeah it's massive and there's too much there and you never are able to do everything you want uh, but i think they did a really good job of deploying technology to help navigate that so you actually are getting the most out of your investment because you know those destination events are really really expensive especially nowadays yep for sure do you let's go backwards a little bit you know uh, with the in the post-covid world mm -hmm. um you know the event industry obviously went through a lot during covid and you know there was this whole the virtualization of events where people were having virtual events and that was great and then that sort of translated into hybrid events um, do you feel that with artificial intelligence in the post hybrid events world, I see a, today, I see a tendency for people wanting to go back, you know, making that human connection and connecting in person, but with artificial intelligence, do you feel that people may go back to kind of a virtual uh, version of events because it's just going to be easier for event producers to, you know, leverage uh, artificial intelligence uh, in a digital format. To engage with online attendees, you know, that could be obviously, you know, content personalization, but it could also be the prevalence of avatars, you know, you know where you, you have AI generated speakers who are talking to you and they have 30 attendees in a session, mm -hmm. you know, the, each of the 30 attendees may see 30 different versions of the avatar saying something slightly different personalized to them. Mm -hmm. So if you think about it, it feels like a, you know, wild world or could be. Uh, but do you feel 
you know, that, that, that stuff like that, those sort of stories are, you know, stories of fiction, or do you feel that they may be, you know, the advent of AI may sort of move the industry going back to sort of a virtual environment just because yeah. of the capabilities it may lend itself to? I think you, you're touching on something that is truly the future of AI, and that is trying to leverage that technology to make the experience between a physical attendee and a digital attendee to be similar in nature. Hmm. Uh, so the, the event technology providers and event producers during the pandemic learned so much about the digital-only world. And the digital-only world and these virtual platforms learned so much about the physical world. It changed our business entirely because I, I understand when you remove boundaries on content where I'm, it's not available between Monday and Tuesday or Monday and Wednesday, right? You remove those barriers and now my content's available for 12 months and I can gate it. And now I can market this content that we have at an event to a community globally throughout the year. It really changes the whole component of how events can be produced. So I'm a firm believer in hybrid. I think uh -huh. digital and virtual events will never go away, especially for those brands where their event program is focused on a community. I mean, hmm. I'm going to gather this community 25 times over the year. We're going to have a marquee event at the end of the year. I'm going to have four or five or eight regional events that are physical in nature. And then spread it between that, I'm going to have 25 webinars. But all of these are communicated to the entire community. And what right. I want to be able to do is I want to be able to, within that ecosystem, allow these community members to meet each other, to network, to learn whether it's digital or whether it's physical and getting that experience to the point where it's very similar in nature. Right. AI can help out a lot on that front. It's not there now, but I know there's some smart, smart people thinking along the community lines from that perspective. Yeah. No, I mean, that's so interesting because to me, I almost feel that, you know, AI has the ability to, you know, almost transform um, the event experiences in a in a positive way where it may help increase the reach of some of these events you know if you if you're at a physical event and there's only you know x number of people who are attending the event um you know how do you take the experiential elements of that event and bring it to an online audience of course it's not going to be the same as compared to an in-person event where you know you're interacting with human beings you know high-fiving and smiling and what have you but to me the you know, the virtual, extending the virtual experience, I mean, AI could be really play a really pivotal role in that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, during the pandemic, I don't know how many digital events I attended and webinars I attended, and I can probably think out of 150 or 200, I could count on one hand those that I stayed through the whole event. Um, right, right. So that hasn't changed. But uh, I do think, I do think there's a lot of smart brands or companies out there that have embraced the hybrid concept for community, which I think is really smart. And I learned uh -huh. from Inform is one that comes to mind. Some of the things that they did after the pandemic, when physical came back, I thought was really uh, revolutionary and smart. I'm not sure how it actually worked, but they were thinking along the same lines that I was thinking. And uh, I do believe that hybrid uh, is here to stay. And I think it's going to get much, much better on the digital very inside. Very interesting. So, you know, what's your take on, you know, let's say the next 12 to 24 months? I mean, the AI 
world is is widely, uh, you know, crazy. There's like new announcements every day. There's trillion of dollars getting poured into AI technology and the, you know, AI and marketing and AI and events is no different. And it's frankly hard to keep up with it with all the, you know, ridiculous velocity of AI developments, all positive, all good. Um, mm -hmm. But how do you feel if you and me were having this conversation in the next one year or, you know, two years, uh, what do you think, you know, how do you foresee this, this, uh, the, the ecosystem and the landscape change? Yeah, boy, I wish I knew the answer to that question. I will tell you right now, it, it, to me, it's overwhelming, right? And the natural tendency is try to embrace it all to make sure you're not missing out. Uh, but I frank candidly, you know, I'm focused on my goal as a company, you know, is it going to improve the attendee experience with regards to my technology? Is it going to help my customers from an event management perspective deliver on their value at a lower cost, more efficiently or more value? Uh -huh. If it does those things, then I'm going to embrace it. So I'm trying to take this big cloud and all this noise and narrow it down into the areas that align with what I'm trying to accomplish. Uh -huh. uh, and and just look for those pockets of value propositions and those pockets of technologies that work for us. But yep. I will tell you, um, AI, I definitely think you need to embrace it, but you need to embrace it with caution to make sure to make sure you're deploying it in a manner such that it aligns with your vision and it's adding the value and it's making your company and your uh, your event better. Yep. No, well said. Because I think at the end of the day, it's, it's all great, you know, to go after the shiniest thing ever, uh, yep. but you know, unless it's really adding value, um, there's, there's, you know, it's going to, it's going to fade away pretty quickly. Although this one feels different than, yeah. you know, the more, more recent, um, shiny things. This one definitely feels, feels game changing. Yeah. All this shiny, I do think it's game changing, but for me to tell you where I think we're going to be in a year or two, I can't answer that question. I do know where I think I can use it and where it add value. But, uh, if I see something, or someone doing something that, that that fits in really well with our vision that, you know, we'll embrace it quickly. Very cool. The data side of oh. things is something that's important to us. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, uh, Victor, for from a, you know, Validar standpoint, what is your, you know, you've been at the helm of Validar for, you know, 20 years. Uh, run, you founded it, you're running it. Mm -hmm. From an innovation standpoint, do you think the event industry has been, you know, what is their appetite in terms of adopting innovations? Are they pretty quick or are they conservative? I know different industries sort of um, react differently to innovation. Um, but what is, what's been your observation over the last 20 years and how you think the industry behaves and, you know, their, um, you know, their, their orientation, I'm sure you're already hearing about, you know, event leaders and industry leaders talk about, you know, AI, uh, what is your, uh, what's your feeling on how the industry is going to deal with this? Boy, that's a good question. So what I will tell you is pre-pandemic, I would say the event industry was not really innovating quickly or fastly, but they were delivering high value. Mm -hmm. the, the, the being forced into a digital only world changed the industry, in my opinion, dramatically, where you saw an amazing amount of investment going into our industry based upon that sort of flip of uh, sort of the event ecosystem. And that taught 
really everyone that I talk to a ton about not only the value of digital data versus physical data, but ways to actually close the gap between the experiences for digital and physical attendees. Wow. So all of the event technology providers that I talk to every day, I, I, you know, without exception, they pivoted and changed their business model dramatically and really, really effectively based upon being forced to actually pivot. And I put yeah. ourselves in that category. Uh -huh. It changed my company. So being drugged through that pandemic COVID hole was incredibly painful, but candidly really useful because uh -huh. it made me think differently about how we deploy our technology and the value we provide. Mm -hmm. It also taught me the dramatic difference between digital data versus physical data. I knew there was a difference, but when you have to experience it and it's easier on one side than the other, right? It made my understanding of the problem even more prominent. Got it. Physical data, complex and hard. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Do you feel that that sort of uh, COVID experience has made event technology companies more sort of battle hardened and ready to embrace AI more than what they may have uh, without all of that? Yeah, I do. I haven't seen anything come out yet that I consider, you know, uh, uh, mind blowing, but I do believe this industry in particular has deployed AI before, you know, before chat, chat GPT became uh, uh, popular. Uh -huh. And so everybody started thinking about it, right? AI has been in the industry for a while before that. Okay. So, so artificial intelligence has been around. There's some really smart people that have been deploying it to help attendees navigate complex events and attendees meet other attendees. So it's not revolutionary to us, uh, but it is going to change the industry. I just can't tell you where. I do know on the data side, it's going to make it easier. To, it's going to make it easier to consume complex data. Okay. Awesome. Do you feel, you know, for event technology providers, do you feel that, you know, they're entire approach in delivering value would sort of change. In other words, is is AI infused event tech, is that going to be sort of more a premium, you know, set set of event tech offerings, or is that is that going to sort of become um, standard and foundational to just doing the job better? I think it's going to be the latter. It's going to change the event tech. Right. I just think it's going to make things that event technology providers do, it's going to make it easier, less expensive, more valuable. But the value proposition, I don't see changing much uh, outside of, you know, uh, you know, leveraging, leveraging the technology to, well, it's really, that's where I think it's going to add value. Right. Make it more valuable. It's going to make it faster, easier to navigate, less expensive to deploy. Those are the things that I see happening. Very cool. Making the data making the data data easier to consume nice no i think and that's sort of the need of the industry for sure right because like i said earlier the the sort of data avalanche or data tsunami is pretty incredible when it comes to you know a single event and you can imagine there are organizations where you know they're they're they will host and attend hundreds of events thousands of events you yeah. know within within a year so i have a tremendous amount of respect for any and all event producers, if you actually produce your own event, I don't care if it's 150 attendees or 10,000 attendees, the work that goes into those two or three or one day is exponentially greater than what I say a digital marketer has to go through. 
the stress yeah. is higher. I think the value is greater. The challenge that we're trying to help out is I want them to be able to articulate that value because I do believe it's better. Very interesting perspective. All right. So, Victor, let's try to wrap it up here. So what is your advice for, you know, marketers in general um, and then, you know, event professionals uh, specifically about how they deal with yeah. the- you know, the world of AI, you said it earlier, it's sort of overwhelming. You'll see a new announcement every day. There's so many hundreds of pieces of technology that have already sort of bubbled up. So for an average marketer or event planner, it could be super overwhelming. What is your advice and how they should approach it and how they yeah. should tackle it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, so that's a really good question. It's a hard one to answer, but what I will say is this. Um, there are a lot of new shiny objects that are popping up because of uh, the advent of that. And don't grab the shiny object. You need to embrace this with, with in my opinion, caution and uh-huh. focus on the value it provides, right? <clears throat> Does it improve the attendee experience? Will it help attendees easier, easily identify solutions they're looking for, whether it's meeting people, whether it's problems they're trying to solve by going to that event? And will it increase reach for the event producer? Will it help the event producer produce that event with lower effort, easier to produce, and will it help that event producer better understand their value so they're getting the credit they deserve? If you deploy this technology with those goals in mind, then I'd be all over it. But, you know, there's a lot of shiny objects objects out there right now. Uh Um, You got to make sure it's adding the value you're looking for before you deploy it. And I know I'm preaching to the choir when I say it. Everybody's going to say it, of course, but that's how I'd say it. So I've got my eye on it. I've got a bunch of people here in my company that have their eye on it, and we are embracing with caution, uh, but we're going to deploy it to make our company better, specific to our core value proposition. Excellent. Words of advice for all the marketers and event tech people who are tuning in uh, to the podcast. Victor, thank you very much. Greatly appreciate your time. And uh, yeah, all the best. Uh, We will check in with you um, in a couple of months to see how things are going. But thank you for your time and have a good one. I appreciate it. Thanks, Abby. Take care. Thank you. Bye-bye.